Welcome to Rhema for Today. John Wesley said, It seems that God's limited by our prayer life. He can do nothing for humanity unless somebody asks Him. He can do nothing for humanity unless somebody asks Him. Now stop and reflect and think on that for a minute. If He could, why ask Him? Just let Him do it. He said, one of our texts said, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watch in there unto with all perseverance for all saints. Well, these are his children, all saints, aren't they? He's talking about praying for all saints here, isn't he? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on praying for your nation. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Yet there is a spiritual truth that applies to us today. I sought for a man among them, but I found none. I found none. Now, isn't that a terrible indictment? God had told Abraham that if he found ten righteous, he would not destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. In this scripture, he talks about a whole country, a nation, and he said if he found one man He wouldn't destroy the land. One man that would stand in the gap. One man that would make up the hedge. In other words, intercede for them. One man could do it. Well, now some folks ask the question, if God really wanted to spare the land, why didn't he just do it? Why don't God just go ahead and do what he wants to do? Like this verse back there in 1 Timothy 2, 4. We read, God wills that all men come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, why don't he just go ahead and save them anyway? Why don't he just go ahead and bring them to the knowledge of the truth? If he's almighty, if he's all powerful, if he can do anything he wants to do, why don't he do it? Now, some people go off on that. In uh, the late 40s and early 50s, And then we had another outbreak of it back in the late 60s and early 90s or early 70s. There's some folks, they got over in what they call restoration of all things. Thank God there is coming a time of restoration. But that's not till Jesus comes back again. But uh, they went to the extreme taking scripture out of their setting, you see. Like one of them said to me. Well, now, is God, you see, see, they they start off, you know, by getting you, trying to put you at a disadvantage. Is God all-powerful? Is he all-knowing? Well, can he do anything, you know? Well, now God said he's not willing that any should perish, but all should come repentance. And we read the same thing there in, in, in 1 Timothy 2. And he can do anything. And God doesn't will that any should be destroyed or any would perish. That's not his will. And been as he's all-powerful can do anything, therefore all shall be saved. I was reading that because the last church I pastored, 1946-47, this is over in 48, I guess, just before I left, a certain fellow I knew of him had an outstanding ministry. I never met him personally, but I knew of him because I'd been over in Pentecostal circles for 10 or 12 years. Outstanding Pentecostal preacher. Outstanding. But he got carried away with that. He's got this new revelation. And, and I read, because he sent me a, a book that he had printed. In fact, he sent me two or three of them. Not all at one time, but as he printed them, see. I guess he sent them out to all Pentecostal preachers, trying to get them to get in on his wonderful revelation. 
And here was his wonderful revelation. Because God is all powerful, not when then it should perish, then all will be saved. He said even the angels that sinned would be saved. Probably the devil himself. If anybody was lost, it'd just be the devil. He said, I used to think that my uncle, who was a drunkard and died cursing God, was lost. Now I know he's saved. Because God's not willing that any should perish. But if he's not willing that any should perish and he's just going to do it in himself, why would he tell us to go into all the world and preach the gospel? No need to do it. See, but you, you take scripture out of the setting and, and like Dr. Hicks said, you make the Bible say anything you want to say. And then this man went on to say another one of his relative, a lady relative that was a prostitute and she died in the arms of another man. I always thought she's lost. Now I know she's saved. Say, what'd you do with the book? I burned it up. I was afraid some baby Christian would get a hold of it and mess them up. At least I'd just be one more that wouldn't get them poisoned. Amen. No, sir. The answer is found. Why, why, why doesn't God do these things? If he wants to spare that land, why don't he just go ahead and spare it anyhow? Well, you see, he pronounced a way back there in the beginning, if people sinned, if Adam and Eve sinned, he pronounced a curse on man and a curse on the earth and on the ground, didn't he? I said, didn't he? Go back to the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, and after God made the earth and he made the fullness thereof, he made man. Then he gave to Adam... You know this as well as I do. Dominion over all the work of his hands. Adam became the ruler of this world, in other words. However, he committed high treason. And he sold out that dominion to Satan. Then Satan became the ruler. Satan became the god of this world. And he began to dominate the earth. You remember in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter and the fourth verse? Paul called Satan the god of this world. Notice what he said. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Well now, Satan wasn't originally the God of this world, was he? In one sense of the word, you could say that Adam was the God of this world. In other words, he had the rulership of the dominion in this world. But you see, now he didn't have the moral right to do it, but he had the legal right to do it. He sold out to Satan. And Satan became the God of this world. And that's the reason that those evil spirits would say, we know thee who thou art, thy holy one of God, as thou come to torment us before the time. They know that they can stay here until Adam's lease runs out. And his lease is going to run out one of these days. Amen. 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 But you see, then God can't move in on Satan's territory. If he did, then Satan could accuse him of doing the same thing that he did. That's the reason he's looking for somebody down here on the earth. Now, now remember, here's a scripture we looked at in prayer of agreement, you know, and I told you we'd come back to it. Remember Matthew 18, 18? 18, 19 said again, said, you two of you agree on earth. As touching anything they ask, it shall be done to them, my Father which is in heaven. But remember what 18, Matthew 18, 18 said? What things ever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What things ever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Notice that heaven doesn't do anything until you do something down here. Now, Why? Why? Because, you see, until somebody asked him. Now, I remember I read, and I didn't understand it when I first read it. John Wesley, I read it on about 1938-39. John Wesley said, it seems that God's limited by our prayer life. He can do nothing for humanity unless somebody asks him. He can do nothing for humanity unless somebody asks him. Now, stop and reflect and think on that for a minute. If he could, why ask him? Just let him do it. 
He said, one of our texts said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance for all saints. Well, these are his children, all saints, aren't they? He's talking about praying for all saints here, isn't he? Well, even children of God. Why don't he just go, if that's what he wants to do, he wants to bless them, and he does, and meet their needs, why don't he just go ahead and do it anyway? What does he want us to ask him for? Because, you see, that gives him permission then to move here on there. Well, can he move without permission? Well, I want to ask you the question. Wayne over here, see, we, we, we say this piano right here belongs to him. See, we've got permission to use it for three months. But the three months is up and he moves it back to his house. Well, can we use it without his permission? Can we go over to his house and get it? Huh? No. No, why? Belongs to him. See, God made the world, the fullness thereof, and it belonged to him to begin with, but he gave it to Adam. Now, if this piano is Wayne's and we had permission to use it three months and he come to us and said, now, Brother Hagin, uh, I decided just to give that to you. Got up here publicly and made an announcement before the church. I'm going to give you that piano. Now, has he got permission to come the next day and move it back home? No, he can't do it. He can't do that. He can't do that. You see why God can't? Unless we ask it. Somebody down here on the earth has got authority on the earth. Can you see that now? If he can do it, why don't he just go ahead and do it? Then we won't even have to pray. Oh, thank God. How did Satan get all of that? Look in Luke 4th chapter real quick, 5th through the 8th verse. We read about the temptation of Jesus. Luke 4th chapter, 5th through the 8th verse. And the devil taketh him up into a high mountain, taking him up there, showed him unto him all the kingdoms of the world, the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, now notice, and the glory of them, the power and the glory of what? All the nations of the world. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. Now, if, if that's not a true temptation, then the Bible's in error, because it says it's a temptation. If it wasn't true, Jesus would have known it. However, he did not dispute this. He did not dispute Satan's authority. He answered him, it's written every time. It's written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Satan offered to Jesus all the power and the glory of the kingdoms of this world. We would say the nations of this world. Now, if that were not true, it would not have been a real temptation. If it was not a bona fide temptation, then when the Bible says that Jesus tempted the devil, that would be a lie. There'd be no temptation to it. However, the glory of this world was Satan's to offer, and it became his when Adam sinned. Adam committed high treason, sold out to him. Therefore, you can readily see then who is responsible for the wars, the murder, the violence that's in the world. It's the devil. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, 
United Prayer and the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. I, I want to take just a moment and say thank you for helping us. As, as a word partner, we could not do what, what we do without your faithful support. And somebody said, well, what's a word partner? Well, it's just somebody that once a month, they send an offer, whatever they can. That's right. Some are large, some are small, some are in between, but when they all come together, we're able to put, the, this, is, this, this program goes all over the world, and we get all kinds of Testimony. testimonies and, and from this. And so if you would like to, to become a word partner with us, we just go there to your to your computer and go to rhema.org and slash WPC, where WPC stands for Word Partner Club. And you can sign up and you can become a partner with us. Now, if you would like to get our Word of Faith magazine, you can go there at rhema.org yes. and you can read it online, okay? Or you actually can download it if you want right there. Or if you would like a hard copy mailed to your address, you can request... I like hard copies. Yeah, you can request <laughs> that also. Yes. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching on the subject of prayer from the CD series, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, Volume 4. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.